it's Monday, May 10th, and we have Cobra Burger, and Roby is going to take on RVA Dine and Drink. Welcome to Eat It, Virginia. Hello and welcome to Eat It, Virginia, voted second best podcast in the city of Richmond by the readers of Richmond Magazine. My name is Scott Wise, and I'm joined, as always, by my friend, my friend, Roby Martin. Roby, the mother of this podcast. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, well, I'm the mother of this podcast. That makes me sound weird. I am keep- a puppy mom. And can we talk about this voted second place thing? Because do you know what's happening right now that you need to beg people to do? Can you please tell people to vote for us? Um, I think the voting is closed, no? Well, then can they call in and tell them to open it back up? Sure. So Richard Magazine had its best and worst. Is this all called best and worst or just best? Do they really do the worst? I wish they would. It's been a crap year, but um, so no. they do their best and worst voting for all the different categories. You know, best grilled cheese, best worst traffic jam, best local gym. One of the categories is best podcast. Roby, where's and I, the worst traffic jam? In your opinion, sometimes on sixty four heading into the city in the morning when the the sun is rising over the city, everyone taps their brake and it backs up fifteen miles. I would say that's probably well, who, who's the best podcast in your opinion. Well, not us, because we're always the second best. Until this year, I think we have a, ch- we have a shot, because I actually voted. I've never voted in the past. So if in the past we've lost by one, I, I just put us over the edge. Nice, because you voted. I did. I think voting ended May 7th. However, if that's not the case, and you are still able to vote, visit richardmagazine.com. There's a link. You can vote. You can only vote once. I tried voting twice. It didn't work. I was going to stuff the ballot I didn't box. vote at all. Are you serious? Yes, I didn't realize that it ended. Worst podcast host ever. Well, check it out. Eileen, Eileen, if you're listening to this, I vote for us. <laughs> I could I could be wrong. Maybe it's the 10th. Maybe I had it wrong, but I thought it was the 7th. Well, I, I see you in my Zoom. You're cooking dinner, I think. It looks like you're you're doing something with a knife. Is that, like, is this, is this podcast like secondhand to you now? You can just kind of do a million things while you're recording? No, it's a food podcast, and I feel that I should make mushroom cream to go on pizza while we're talking about it so oh 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 wait i had the dream pizza today for mother's day where was that i took my mother to fine creek where sarah where chef sarah put out a beautiful pizza in honor of mother's day with blackberries and lemon ricotta and basil was it the best thing you've ever had? It was It was gone. You know that movie, Gone in 60 Seconds? Yep. It was, it was gone in 60 seconds. Now, the real question, because I don't think you have any idea, but your mom does. How was the pizza? <laughs> we both, we opened up the box. It comes in this cute little pizza box. Opened up the pizza box. Because Sarah Toko is amazing. She is. My mom said, beautiful. <laughs> we, and we stuffed our faces. Nice. It, it was a beer and pizza Mother's Day for us. And and how does she feel about that? Yeah, I think I think you know I think she loved it. So today on the podcast, such an exciting group of guests, the dudes behind Cobra Burger. So group by group, it's got me too, but that's cool. A duo, Adam and Josh. We had a great time talking with them about Cobra Burger, and in honor of their of their visit to our little podcast. I put together a little list of the most of the top five most influential Cobras in my life. In your specific lifetime. 
in my specific lifetime. And I want, I want you to comment on my list, if you don't mind. I, I'm just amazed that you have influential Cobras. <laughs> so, um... Number five, the movie Cobra starring Sylvester Stallone, 1986 action about a cop gone bad. Do you remember this movie? I think his last name no. was Cobretti. No, but I really, really enjoy when you announce movies but he went about by, a cop gone bad. <laughs> he went by Cobra. All right, so you, you have no comment on, on Cobretti and Cobra, fine. That's no, I feel like you're, you're really stretching this. <laughs> number four, the King Cobra roller coaster at King's Dominion. Do you recall that roller coaster? One hundo, I understand that roller coaster. Yes. I believe it was at King's Dominion from 1977 to early 80s, like 82 or 83. I don't, I never wrote it, did you? I was too young. No, but isn't there one that came after it that has a snake name? The Anaconda is still there, and it's in the same kind of general, same location as the King Cobra used to be. In my, in my, I feel really proud of myself for knowing that. In my brief research about the King Cobra, I learned that they moved it to other parks, and it still exists. That same roller coaster from the 70s still exists. It's in Brazil now, so under a different name. Under a different name. No, still not the, not the Cobra, so not a Cobra. Okay. Not anymore. Number three, Cobra Commander. Do you know who that is? Is it in Call of Duty? No. Before Call of Duty, there was G.I. Joe. And, oh. Uh, oh, I should have known that. Yeah, Cobra Commander was the leader of Cobra, which was the bad guys to, to G.I. Joe's good guys. You're not into You're this doing list it. at all, but I'm almost there. I'm almost done. I got two more. All right, hit me. Cobra Kai. You know what Cobra Kai is. Watch on. Wax off. That's, yes, I do. Yes, part of the same movie. Yes, Karate <laughs> yes. Kid. Cobra Kai. Johnny. Johnny. Put him in a body bag, Johnny. Yeah, sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> Yes, yes, I know Cobra that one. There, there is no fear in this dojo. Yes, it's kind of like your kitchen. There's no fear in Moby's kitchen. Number one, the number one cobra in my life. The cobra that scares Indiana Jones when he falls into the well of eternal souls, I think it was called. And a cobra I pops up. I don't understand why he didn't have a rope. Indiana Jones, didn't he fall? I think he, I I think he, he was, was on like, a rope and he <laughs> fell. Or someone was holding the rope and they had to drop it because the Nazis were nearby. Those stinking Nazis. Always ruining things. That cobra. Do we think that he did his own scenes? Absolutely not. Come on. He's too pretty for that. Harrison <laughs> well, that Ford. Is true. Harrison Ford, Ford is a pretty, mm-hmm, very pretty. All right. So before we get to the Cobra Burger interview, what was your big takeaway talking to these guys? I can tell you right now, Adam really, 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 really likes local food. <laughs> it's funny you say that because. Roby is constantly asking for feedback on the podcast. She, like that's one of her big things. She wants feedback. She wants people to know what they like, what they don't like, how we can get better, whatever, whatever. We get some feedback this week via Instagram from our friend, Sarah M. Sarah M is a, is a big fan. She's listens to most of the podcasts. She says, we love little, her. We love her, but she was a little perturbed about our Grissette interview with Donnie, our most recent uh, podcast. Apparently, we were so enamored with Donnie and his story that I didn't talk about the snacks. We forgot to ask him about the food that he prepares, and uh, Sarah let us know about it. So I think to overcompensate a little bit, we talked a we lot got about the whole food menu. Yeah, with uh, with uh, with Adam. So enjoy Cobra Burger, and we'll see you on the other side of the interview. Scott. This is the best burger I've ever had. This is the best burger. What is the best burger you've ever had? Well, I'm gonna give you a little history. So, well, they'll give you the history, the two gentlemen we have with us today, but 
let's say it was two and a half years ago, maybe a little bit longer. There's a couple of guys, part of a, I don't know, market in the fan that have a burger pop up. They're like, mm, we're gonna mash some meats. Y'all come by and get yourself a burger. It sounds and magical. It sounds like a fairy tale. Are you kidding me? Okay, they were serving it in one of those like red plaid cup things that you get like at a baseball diamond, the burger was. Well, you know, burger sauce, incredible bun, amazing burger, cheese, cause I'm, I like a cheese on my burger, completely floored at how good it was. Pray tell, what was the name of said burger? Well, it's, this is fast forward to now, and now we got Cobra Burger, and I got Adam <laughs> Musselman and Josh Franklin with us today to talk about burgers and the burger hole. Why a burger hole, guys? Why not a burger hole? Why not a burger hole? Uh, it was, uh, I mean, 100%, like, easy way for us to get open quick and serve people during a pandemic. And also, it's a burger hole, you know? <laughs> hey, dude, it's burger hole. <laughs> Hey, dude. It's burger hole. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Come to my burger hole. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you like saying that. <laughs> I didn't mind it. <laughs> for sure. So how did we get here? Because that burger from two and a half, three, maybe four years ago. 2017. Um, August 2017 yeah. was the first one, Joshua, right? August. Yeah, August 20th. It was either August or, was it August or June. Was the one in, if the one in your backyard doesn't count, then it was August, I think. No, the one in my backyard totally counts. That was the okay, original. Then it was my backyard June. in, uh, yeah, in Jackson, <laughs> in Ward, Jackson is where Ward, where I was living at the time. So let's go back to that fateful day. What exactly happened in your backyard? <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> we okay. I'll I'll start it, Joshua. You just jump in and tell me if I'm missing any of the parts of the story. Gotcha. So yeah, let's go. Joshua and I. Uh, we met working together at Stock Provisions, RIP, or at least the Richmond location, uh, and got along pretty much instantly. Yeah. And originally started off doing something that was called the Ivy Wall, uh, and it was much more uh, <laughs> involved. It was involved, um, very extra. Oh, so it was extra. like seven, seven or more courses. Uh, secret menu that you only found out about when you got there so you had to buy the ticket we didn't tell you what the food was you didn't find out till you sat down so you had to be open to eat whatever you didn't know where it was initially yeah yeah uh yeah sounds we did it well it sounds exclusive sort of yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just secret yeah it was yeah more we, secret uh, than exclusive we, yeah was it at somebody's house one was yeah uh our one was at the first one, which is actually where it got its name, was at our buddy Charles' house. And he lived at a house in the fan surrounded by an ivy wall. Mm -hmm. And so that was where that got its name. And then uh, we did them at, uh, I mean, we did them at Blanchard's, The Veil, Chaco Denim, Chaco Atelier. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, you got to say it right. Atelier. 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 Yeah, atelier. 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 What kind of food was it? Uh, uh, Beef heart tartare. Uh, yeah, beef heart tartare, <laughs> braised octopus. I mean, uh, uh, salt cod on like bloody butcher grits. Like, so it a was shot of calvados uh, with braised bacon on top of it. Yeah. yeah. These are just various uh, courses. That should that be a had. secret menu at the burger hole. 
I ain't doing all that at the burger <laughs> hole. <laughs> it's a lot but of work. Calvados with bacon on top of it? That's not I mean, much. I guess that's we not can, that much. Yeah, that's true. Was this just you guys or was it someone were you it was, looking for somebody at the time? No, it was just it us. Was us. Uh, completely yeah. illegal. Uh, Wildly illegal. And, uh, <laughs> completely yeah. illegal. Oh, yeah. I tried to stay away from that. I was like, it's somebody's no, house. No, no, no. <laughs> Embrace it was that. As hell every time we did it. Uh, uh, but we had a lot of help, too. We just cut. Co- yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, a lot of just, just cooks from around Richmond, yeah. um, people that we knew. We also had uh, Dave Alanea. He ran, he did his own menu one night. Uh, he did a totally vegan that one. That yep. was the one I was forgetting. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, it was awesome. We had a blast doing it. It was a ton of work. It was really fun. It was, you know, I was, had been full-time butchering for a while. Where did you train? Like who taught you? Laurel, a place called Laurelhurst Market out in Portland, Oregon. Uh, it, and I was mostly trained by a guy named Spencer Adams. I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but love you, Spencer. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was where I did most of my training. I helped run the butcher shop there for three and a half years or something like that while I lived out that way. And it kind of got brought me- you to Richmond. Uh, well, I, I'd moved to uh, like DC Nova. Um, I, I wound up there because my brother lived there. I was wanted to change your pace, uh, moving from Portland. Loved the time that I spent there. It was great. Uh, but, and then I was like looking at various places, but my brother happened to live in DC and it was an easy move. So I just did that. Uh, he had like an extra room. I didn't have to worry about a deposit or I had a, a different dog at the time, but you know, that can always be a pain in the ass when you're looking for apartments and stuff. So anyway, uh, went there and I just didn't, I don't, I didn't, I like visiting DC and Nova. I didn't love living there. It's, you know, as anybody I'm sure that has been there, it's traffic and go, go, go. And, and just wasn't for me for like where I wanted to live. Um, anyway, while I was up there, I met my, um, who is now my wife, Allison. I met her, uh, butchering for the red apron. Uh, if you know them. Yep. Um, I helped open a couple, helped open like the partisan, uh, which is one of their DC locations. Anyways, met Allison and she was like, we should go down to Richmond sometime. I think you'll like it. And I was like, okay, I don't, I never even, I don't know. I it was not just not on my radar. I knew Guar was from here. Uh, but you know, uh, I was like, sure. Yeah, let's go down. What year was this? Uh, 2014. Two, 2014. Yeah, I think that's about right. 2014. Don't let um, us stop us from putting, letting you put your shoes on, Josh. Okay. I'm taking my socks off. I was wondering what was happening over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like pops up from behind we, the bed. We want to make sure you're comfortable for this. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Trust me. Josh is going to get comfortable. He's going to get comfortable. Day off, you gotta, you gotta I know. Off. And I love that they're letting us have some time on their day off. So I want to make sure that he's laid back. Right. <laughs> he seems laid good back. Good to go. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. So the Red Apron and then uh-huh. to Richmond. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Uh, and then I helped open a restaurant. The last thing I did while I was there was a place called Clarity. That was cool. We got like four and a half stars on opening from Tom Seatsman. Not bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Allison brought me to Richmond. And within the first couple hours of being here, I was like, let's move. I just loved it. I mean, like instantly. I was just like, this is cool. Is a totally my speed. Uh, there's like food and music, and it's just, it was just great. So, anyways, yeah, that's that was like 2014, uh, and we moved specific here. About that trip that you remember, like a specific food or specific music that you that you experienced or heard that you were like, this is where I want to be. It was kind of all of it. I mean, we definitely went. Like, I was like, okay, if we're going, it was 
this would have been right around, right shortly after I believe Guarbar opened, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we went there. So I was like, well, I got it. Like I had Guar, a VHS copy of Guar Phallus and Wonderland hidden from my parents when I was like 12 years old. We all did. Everybody on this podcast we, had, we all did. had one of those. We, all of us. Mm-hmm. Your parents never found my tape, Adam. Your parents never found my tape. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, but yeah, and so we went there and I just sort of, I can't even remember where all we went that day. Just all around. We just kind of walked around the city um, and it just clicked. I don't know. And I was just like, yeah, let's do it. And I mean, I love it here. I ain't going anywhere. Uh, sorry, Richmond, you're stuck with me. <laughs> well, we're super stoked to have you. Um, let's you. walk it over to Joshua. So mm-hmm. I know where you guys back. met, but how did, yeah, laid back socks laid off, back, Joshua. Laid back, socks off, feet out. <laughs> yes, nice. How did you get here? How did I get to Richmond? I moved yeah. here, I was playing music um, with a lot. I was always coming here to play shows from charlottesville and he's a secret grar member that's why they're friends we can't i'm not supposed to talk about that um yeah i know i was i was coming here all the time to play shows and some of the folks in the band that i was in at the time lived here and just like adam you know i was i i came here and it's you know it's spooky enough it's small enough it's got cool people everybody looks more like me uh, you know, in Charlottesville, people would ask me about why my ears were stretched or why I had so many tattoos. And I was like, you know what? I want to go to a place where nobody's questioning how weird I look. So, yeah, I moved here in 2012. I think the word is sexy, not weird. Oh, thank you, baby. Uh, <laughs> Y'all get a room. Okay. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, Joshua's halfway there, no socks. So we're, we're Scott, you can come on over. Um <laughs> Food-wise, I, as a child, ate an unhealthy amount of cheese, and it <laughs> uh, it led me down a great path to still eat an unhealthy amount of cheese. Um, and so I initially was a cheesemonger at Whole Foods, and then convinced this uh, person, Hunter Hopcroft, that I <laughs> knew how to run a cheese program at his grocery store. And he said, sure. And I said, yeah, I'm 23. I can do this. And uh, that's where Adam and I met. Um, Mm -hmm. But that was was harvest when you started. It was harvest when I started there. That was really my truly my only like my biggest foray into food was was cheese. Um, Like artisan cheese. And and I I, I still love that. but yeah, this is like the best story ever. They're like a <laughs> actual meat We're and a cheese sandwich. platter. The yeah. two of them, yeah, yeah like oh, they're shit. like a perfect charcuterie and cheese. Yeah, they're the they're the they're the that, that you are exactly what I want to go with wine. I the love, two of you. you said I love how you said like a charcuterie board, and I was like, we're a sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we're a little bit of both. We're a little bit of both. I'm a little bit sandwich, a little bit of charcuterie board. Oh, hey now. <laughs> Um, oh that's yeah you are i gotta tell you yes you are <laughs> josh I, I met you virtually during one of your virtual cheese tastings during the pandemic you yeah Brittany were doing those that was pretty awesome yeah cave culture is a very fun way to spend uh this winter on top of like being hush hush about cobra burger uh yeah Brittany hit me up and was just like do you want to do this cheese thing and i was like god yes 
because that <laughs> I do very much miss. That was one thing I do miss before Cobra Burger. Adam and I had a butcher shop, and uh, mm-hmm. this is probably the first time in like eight years that I don't have some just rank ass piece of cheese in the back of my fridge consistently speaking of coming over i have two rank ass pieces of cheese give them over you're welcome to come have them yeah thank you love that oh you are you too busy to to continue the the cave uh project or is that going to come back anytime soon or is that uh it's not coming back anytime soon but we've got some stuff in the works with it um but you know brit's pretty busy with reopening brenner and metzger and adam and i are running around like two headless chickens with cobra burger so we both are like, hey, I want to do this, just not right now. So the evolution of Cobra Burger from a backyard to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Well, it started uh, drunk as hell, <laughs> laying on a butcher block in stock provisions, listening to the album Dope Smoker. Yeah. And Joshua was saying, because we had been doing the Ivy Wall, and Joshua was like, you know what we should do? We should do a burger thing. Uh, like as that like juxtaposition to all the super nice food we were doing for the Ivy wall. And I was like, no, like, I'm not doing that. If we're doing that, we have to do it like this and we have to do it like this and you can't do this. And he literally just looked at me and goes, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or no, I just said one word. I was just like, yeah, I was like, okay, we can just do that. Do that. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it then. So what were the things? What what were the things? Yeah. Let's hear it, man. I knew I, uh, I knew I didn't want what, you know, we sort of refer to as the bistro burger where you got a patty this thick and it's on, I don't know, a pretzel bun with, you know, all this. I can't, that's not what I, I want like a burger, dude. I want like, uh, you know, not quite fast food because that grows too, but you know, that exactly what Cobra Burger is. I wanted smashed patties with the sear. I wanted American cheese on it. It's ooey and gooey and awesome. Uh, and I wanted to make our own pickles. I was like, I don't want to buy any of the store-bought stuff because they're just not as good. So we make our own pickles and we make our own pickled red onions. And I was like, I was still deep in uh, the, the throes of an obsession with oil-cured Calabrian chilies. I don't think that's ever going anywhere. And I was like, that's what we're, we, we have to incorporate that into our special sauce. Just stuff like that. Um, and yeah, and Joshua, oh God, I remember the, the shreddest too. I was like, I don't want a leaf of lettuce on this goddamn thing what do you do you, know, you take a bite and it rips half the toppings off no anyway uh these were like my 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 stipulations and yeah and no Josh was like okay man we can we can do That's that okay. i was like yeah yeah, yeah okay okay yeah, yeah let's, right, do let's do that <laughs> yep and so what was your input to the situation Josh? thank you yes <laughs> what was my input yeah i mean what were, i mean besides saying yes like what did you what what do you bring to the table man okay so well check this one out uh, cheeseburgers was the was the i was <laughs> was was the idea I genius to the table. genius i dude. said hey instead of uh sourcing 70 plus ingredients for these pop-ups and having to talk with like the veil and say hey can we fit uh 32 people in the back of the brewery um and that was a cool one though. that was a very cool one or like talking to blanchards <laughs> and being like i know there's a bunch of coffee bags right here and there's two roasters right here do you care if i put a table here and feed people raw beef heart is that okay with you instead of doing that what if we just made burgers and <laughs> after adam you know ran the the two minute gauntlet of what it would have to be i was just like yeah i'm cool with that let's do it um because i mean burgers have been in my baby book 
which is really just ridiculous. In my baby book, it says my favorite food is cheeseburgers, which is really <laughs> just concerning because, you know, I didn't have teeth, but I was eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, where I was able to come in more was that and the name, the, the name. name, dude. Tell the name. <laughs> the, 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 uh, how did Cobra get its name? How, how did Cobra get its name? Um, Cobra got its name. I was <laughs> after I, I had a particularly rowdy group of friends uh, at this point in my life, and we were we were driving back from eating dinner, and Kevin, who started Cobra Burger with us um kevin kennedy lovely beautiful tall man uh what had also come to hang out this particular evening we were driving back and i just tell had him, tell him that, that rba food critic come on man. i really didn't want to do that but why it's hilarious okay. okay all right so i don't know if it's up anymore don't like name names or anything just t- just tell them right. the concept of it. <laughs> okay <laughs> i was gonna go run and get the hat um <laughs> this particular rowdy group of friends were like, what if we made a website where we only went to restaurants and only bought French dips and only wrote about the French dips, but we also wore hats that said food critic and we documented the whole thing. And I, my ass was like, let's go, let's get it. And the, the first one was at an O'Charlie's. So obviously it's not serious <laughs> at all. And then I think the second one, there's just photos of me reading the communist manifesto, not paying attention to the, to eating anything. <laughs> I like just full, it's, it's a total joke. And so the third one uh, we were coming back from, and so you're in this goofy ass mood and I'm talking to Kevin and I'm like, I was telling I, Kevin had helped out with the Ivy wall. Kevin worked at stock with us. And I was like, I was talking with Adam. I think we really want to do this burger pop-up. I want to name it Cobra burger. And the person driving the car, it was at the intersection of Arthur Ashe Boulevard and Grove, and he swerved from laughing so hard that, and I was like, (laughs) why are you laughing? And he goes, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard in my whole life. And I said, you, it's called Cobra Burger now. And so we named it Cobra Burger basically out of spite because somebody said that it was funny. And that's a huge contribution on your part. I mean, that's, I think you're underselling your contribution. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I think you're underselling this whole French dip food critic thing. There, like in my opinion, <laughs> I feel like the better the zoo, the better it is. I mean, might as well blow up. I mean, I do. I it would be, it would be, this is one of these things that like where Adam and I have an inside joke that gets out of hand, just like Cobra Burger, where now yeah. I feel like Adam and I, we should run a, french dip special and call it like the origin sandwich uh oh we could i'm not opposed to it um i, I think you call it the communist manifesto i don't understand why you that. comrade. That's nice. yeah like that. that let's talk about that <laughs> i mean and, and you could add a little bit more of, to it with your calvados and bacon i mean like there you go it's a whole thing it's 45 dollars plus the rest of your life um there's how it goes. Um, okay, so here we go. Harvest stock. Yes. We missed a step, guys. We did. Cardinal State. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we, uh, after stock closed, um, 
actually Joshua and I both worked at when well, Joshua for longer than I did, but uh, were taken in by the lovely folks at what was chairlift and is uh, now Black Lodge. Um, and, and Brenner Pass and, and Black Lodge. That's what I was going for. Yep. Um, uh, and we went there uh, and I, you know, bounced around a little bit and knew we wanted to do something else. Um, hadn't really thought we would actually take the plunge and like start our own thing. But then an opportunity presented itself, so we opened. Yeah, Cardinal State Butchers out in Bonaire. It was awesome. Uh, it was very we loved cool. It. Yeah. Um, hundred percent. You know, all local, whole animal uh, breakdowns. We made all the sausage. We smoked all the bacon. We did it. It was all done. It was a true yeah. butcher shop. Joshua had a cheese case. Uh, yeah, cheese case. We had seafood case. We were doing all sorts of charcuterie. Uh, yeah. Ton of wine, it cool. beer. It was tight, and being yep. on South Side was kind of fun made the trip mm -hmm. out yeah it was fun it was cool but the pandemic came and you know even we couldn't afford it was expensive straight yeah up. And, and we were like yeah people fuck. didn't it was i mean you yeah. know 25 bucks a pound for bone and ribeyes is expensive yeah. and people were like watching their cash and that's reasonable 100 yeah. percent um you know it's tough to to make that kind of place work when everything's normal and once the pandemic hit, you know, we stayed afloat as long as we could. And then uh, basically until it just didn't make sense to keep it going. Um, and when and, was that? You know, when did the doors close on that? August uh, 2020. Yeah. So how do you get up the gumption to start over again after something like that? Like, What the hell else guys... are we going to do? Yeah, legitimately <laughs> okay, yeah. go read the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> yeah yes you again are. <laughs> again <laughs> i can't do it again like yeah it was just i don't know i don't want it like we, i've worked for some killer people in this town but mm -hmm. i don't really want to work for anybody else anymore <laughs> once we did it i was like oh no i let's work i want to work for myself now um so that's part of it and uh cobra was just you know it was ready man i feel like people wanted it uh and especially coming out of like the well not even coming out of still being in the pandemic people wanted still want just something cool something not sad you know approachable maybe a little gluttonous with a little Definitely bit of sass gluttonous. and attitude us us <laughs> so let's so these are the two people that own a cheeseburger shop that's just a burger hole right now yeah whole uh -huh. animal butcher yeah yeah and a cheesemonger certified. Yeah. So you yeah. guys' pedigree is, we are. I don't know, pretty <laughs> damn impressive, right? So, sure, could be. So because people get irritated that I don't talk about the food in the podcast now, apparently, Scott, let's talk about the food. Let's talk Ooh, about the food. That's not a personal, Ruby. I'm, per go. I'm personally upset. I don't know what I can say. It's only food. one podcast you messed up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've done like 60. You only screwed up once. It's pretty good odds. Ugh, that didn't mean I didn't hear about it. So food, guys, tell me about the food. Take it away, Adam. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, some of the stuff that's super important to know about Cobra Burger, uh, all of our meat, is, it's all from local farms. So we do all, uh, like all the beef. Uh, no, I can't give that up. It, we're, it's basically trying to look at like fast food and approach it in uh, – a better way so yeah i get all my beef from uh grace and natural farms or in independence virginia actually struck up a relationship with them uh while we worked at stock they have 
amazing grass-fed grass-finished beef antibiotic hormone free all the buzzwords everything you want super super killer stuff um and we grind it every day uh so that was another big tenant of what we do i it makes a difference versus buying frozen patties that you you know that are already and you just throw them yeah. on the grill or vac sealed um, ground beef vac sealed yeah. ground beef yeah we don't vacuum seal it we grind it fresh every day in your opinion what is the difference like for people that may oh, not know it, tastes, it oh, yeah. tastes better you can taste the beef even through all the crazy condiments and stuff you're like oh that tastes like good beef and we've gotten the comment over and over again it's like that is really good you can taste that it's high quality uh it also helps the texture a lot um, a burger shouldn't be chewy there should be a sear and it should be tender uh and you start back sealing it freezing it thawing it doing all this kind of stuff and it just it ain't the same anymore um and we get comments all the time on like that the beef is really good and that's why it's just doing that um locally sourced is just a bonus that's just the way everybody should be doing everything although it's tough it's expensive mm -hmm. um uh but you know that's again it's approaching like fast food moving in the right direction uh is what we're we're trying to do um so yeah, so that's one of the big things about a Cobra burger. Outside of that, the classic Cobra is said ground beef, mm -hmm. uh, smash it on the flat top because it's delicious that way. American cheese, uh, pickled red onions, Cobra pickles, uh, which we, we make all this in-house. Um, and Cobra pickle is a bread and butter pickle. Um, and shredded iceberg lettuce, Cobra sauce. That's it. That's a Cobra burger. Mm -hmm. And originally that's always served. Uh, and we serve it with Cobra fries. Cobra fries are pickled French fries. Mm -hmm. So we pickle them um, and then we blanch them like you normally would for a French fry. And then of course, deep fry them. Uh, and they're super tasty. They're pickled in uh, apple cider vinegar, rosemary, and garlic. Ooh, yeah. It's a lot of work for just some French fries. But. What's the workflow in the burger hole? Are you guys actually cooking? Are you supervising? What's the, what's the, the breakdown there? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, we're, I mean, our depends roles are on changing. The yeah. It's depend it depends on the night. I was working the grill last night and I stayed and scrubbed the flat top and uh, you know, uh, right now we're, yeah, we're literally doing every single little thing. Yeah. Joshua works the windows on, or the, the burger hole window. On I was, Friday, I was like, Saturday I'm glad night. you called it the window. Cause we usually call it the hole. <laughs> the hole. He works the whole long work, way on the Saturday whole, night. The whole, dude. He works the whole all weekend. The whole on the weekends. <laughs> all uh, weekend. Now we have the name of the podcast. There <laughs> it is. So good. So, have you guys had a day you hadn't sold out yet? Because I really see that not being a thing. Uh, there have been. I mean. We've gotten a little if bit better. Just lie to me. Because <laughs> I, I, I know you haven't. I mean, you started brunch and you guys, what, sold out of that in 45 seconds? You... <laughs> oh, God. Brunch has been wild. Yeah. And I mean, we're trying to, we, I love selling out, don't get me wrong, because that means I'm not sitting on product that's going to go bad. Sure. Uh, but at the same time, we're definitely trying to not, not push and out. not yeah. sell out every time. And we're getting really we good want it to at be available that. to everyone. Yeah. We're getting You're getting closer? At. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah uh and brunch is killer yeah if you haven't whoever's listening right now you should definitely come try our breakfast yeah, sandwiches brunch. they are ridiculous All six people <laughs> i did i did get there i don't know if that was last weekend or the weekend before and there were people just in the middle of 27th and i was like i can't park my car also i'm i'm almost nervous i wasn't even working and i was like i have to go outside and make sure 
these people are in the right place. <laughs> so what's the draw? Why is why is this happening? I mean, that brunch is a good menu. It is. Let's talk about the. Let's talk about it. Like what what makes it so great? But I mean, it's just it's oh, we same it so is. same concept as what we do with the dinner stuff. So we have three different sausages on the menu where we make them all in house. Yeah. Uh, we don't currently make our own bacon because it is a lot. It's a small time and uh, space consuming. And we don't have a lot yeah. of yeah. But uh, we get our bacon. It's made for us uh, for, uh, by Automala Farms. Yeah. That's where we get all we, of our pork from. We might want to reverse um, a minute so that we can talk about how small it is. You guys are in the old Dutch and Company. That is correct. Correct, yes. Yeah. So um, in case people don't know where that is, it's on 27th and Churchill? 400 North 27th and Marshall. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. So just so when somebody visualizes how tiny the space is that you guys oh, are yeah. cooking and serving small. out of. Very small the walk-in is the walk-in is tiny we make it work you can yeah. do a lot with the little space uh but it yeah when it you know we we originally were gonna smoke our own bacon because we had done this before um for cobra but yeah it just wasn't feasible at this point we we hope to at some point bring that back when we have we're we're exploring the ideas of a production facility to take a lot of that big prep out of the hands of the kitchen stuff like um the bacon and things uh but anyways from for now we do we buy it uh from automala farms along with our raw pork to make our sausage um and their bacon is killer um, their bacon is really good you're really right yes. yeah so yeah so for the breakfast menu uh we make the sausages that we have we do i can you know what i'm gonna break down the the brunch menu for Let's you right do now. It. You I'm, okay, I'm in i'm ready so we have uh number one probably the most popular at this point uh is the jommy dunes and Jommy Dunes is, oh yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, it is, we have English muffins uh, made for us by Fat Rabbit Cakes. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. Shout They're great. Ellen! Uh, Ellen yes, is yes. amazing. She's a Ellen wizard. Is a yeah. Uh, Why so is she, she so good at what she does? I can't figure it out. And it, have you ever seen her stressed? I would really have, no, I mean, she's she always chilling. is oh, so chill. She's just like even keel the whole time. I, I love her. I, I mean, yeah. and she makes killer stuff. So she makes our English muffins. Uh, so it's a fat rabbit cakes English muffin. It is our country breakfast sausage or yeah, the Automala Farm bacon. You can choose between the two. Um, American cheese. Uh, our house-made hash brown patties. Inside of the sandwich. Uh, inside of the sandwich. <laughs> that has to be noted. Uh, that's my favorite. Yes. It's, it's on the sandwich. It's part of it. A stoner's uh, delight. Yep. You got and then a yeah, fried baby. egg and... Oh, big time. Yeah. That's the whole menu, man. Uh, and then July we got eggs. one. July, yeah, July 1st, you guys are going to have lines out the door. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Something. We're going to do something. Uh, and then, we, yeah, we get all our are. eggs from Sylvan Aqua Farms. Yeah. Uh, and Sylvan oh, Aqua yeah. is the. Uh, yes. If not, yes. Yeah. Um, they're, they're amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, and that, okay, so that's the one. That's the Jami Dunes. Yeah. It's simple. It's straightforward. That's all one? Wait, all this... <laughs> we've been talking for like seven minutes. That's only one oh, item. Yeah, on the... It's important right. that you got to know where everything came from. Right, Think about cool. all that. Shit. That's one sandwich. And it's, it's, it's why is it good? Because we're making stuff. We're getting it from the best farms in the area. We're working with killer bakeries. Like what? It's just going to be good. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. And we, I know a thing or two about making sausage, so that part's also very tasty. I'd hope. Nice. Uh, all right. He, you know, if he says so himself, which he does know a lot about making sausage. I sure. do. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got the big blueberry brekkie baby. 
<laughs> I love that name. Uh, the big blueberry brecky baby is uh, once again a uh, it's a blueberry English muffin from Fat Rabbit Cakes from Ellen. Super tasty. Uh, blueberry pancake breakfast sausage. Uh, so a riff on country breakfast sausage with some added spices, uh, maple syrup, dehydrated blueberries. Uh, it tastes like like blueberry pancake. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's good. Uh, and then fried Sylvan Aqua Farms egg, maple syrup, uh, Virginia maple syrup, and American cheese. That's a big blueberry brekkie baby. Uh, and it's awesome. That one, do you remember when you were a kid and there were those Jimmy Dean's uh, they were like corn dogs, but it was breakfast sausage on the inside and pancake on the outside. When you were a kid, I had that last beer. weekend. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, man, baby. yeah dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was where sort of that that one came from, uh, and it's it's pretty damn close. Um, super tasty. So and, I gotta. T- I actually have to talk about this. You yeah. guys are almost a hundred percent local. You, yes. With what you're using. Yeah, for the most. You part. are currently in a very small space mm-hmm. but if you look at your pricing mm-hmm. i mean are either one of you guys making any money because 12 dollars <laughs> for a burger and fry especially yes. with all of the local connections mm-hmm. um it's, i feel like you're almost giving your food away it's pretty we important to keep it yeah as, like an approachable price yeah so and you know if we can push volume which we've been pretty fortunate to be able to do then we start seeing a little bit of a return but of course you know we're a restaurant that's been open for two months hell no we're not making money yeah what the hell uh, <laughs> but also i Hopefully mean I, we do i think another beautiful part of cheeseburgers is that like and as somebody who has absolutely spent 25 35 dollars on a burger yeah like i do think it's important that a burger even if it's all local hard work burger should still be an accessible price because it's a burger and don't get it twisted we yeah. still get comments about how we're too expensive yeah therefore oh totally therefore burger should cost eight dollars <laughs> i'll never forget that like, one i was bucks, like baby, okay what? buddy i'll tell you what you pay your employees a fa- fair wage to come and grind this right. beef and you tell me you're going to charge eight dollars for a burger right. get out of my yeah. we ain't mcdonald's <laughs> yeah but i do think that it is a very it's an exceptional price Thank for awesome. the amount. I of, honestly love to hear that. That's what yeah. we're trying for. It is. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you just listed 90 things that are sure. local that <laughs> you guys are trying to do, I can oh, it goes, I, you, dump you that hear into, about more price that's wrapped up in it. You ready? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> what are we doing now? Uh, our, all of our packaging. Uh, oh, we yeah. Are only, if we hand you your burger, uh, it's 100% compost. You can throw that bag in the compost. Yes. Don't uh, eat it. it. Well, not the yeah, bag. Eat Don't eat the bag. Or eat the bag. <laughs> You're really eat hungry. Or really but hot. Eat the bag. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so making sure that like, and that stuff's more expensive. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be more expensive, mm-hmm. but buying stuff that's compostable is more expensive. It just is. Uh, and so doing that adds cost. And yeah, but it's, we know our margins, uh, and <laughs> like I say, volume is where is what we count on. Because otherwise, yeah, it'd have to be a twenty-six dollar hamburger, and we're not doing that. Yeah. So that brings me to a question about volume: Are the people that are coming to eat at Cobra Burger uh, neighborhood folks? Are they folks that are traveling from all over town to try it? Are they coming back two times a week, three times a week? Are you able to track any of that? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We get a ton of return customers. Yeah. I'd say we're about um, where I, and we, again, we've only been on for two months. We don't really have that, the biggest, you know, specs on that, but I definitely see, uh, I, I see repeat names sometimes twice a week, every week. Yeah. A lot of, a uh, lot of neighborhood, but a lot of people just coming from other places. Sure. You know, somebody and came it, from North huh? Carolina the other week. They were like, I just came for this. You remember the dude that, do you remember the dude that drove from Jersey? This was I when did, we were still doing when we were doing pop ups. Yeah, and I was like, how? How? Yeah. Who? Who told? How? Yep. So I'm, he drove I'm guessing, from New Jersey to come get burgers. I'm guessing your social media has something to do with it. So I have to ask, who has the keys <laughs> to that Instagram account? The both of us. Uh, it's me and Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of take turns. It cracks me up. I mean, I love your food, obviously, but your Instagram is is one of the most entertaining in in town. Thank I would you. say. How do we ah, tell? How do we tell who who is whom? Like who's? How do we? What what are some of the that's, secrets as to you don't? No, that's posting? the most important part. You can't tell. We actively oh, talk. We don't. We don't want you to be able yeah, to tell. We, we when we're on sure. there, that's Cobra Burger. That's yeah. not me or Joshua. It's Cobra Burger. I repeatedly every week I say that, that Instagram, this Instagram, is leaning less out of a brand and more into its own person. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's hilarious. It's it's uh, it like I said, it's it's the burgers are amazing, obviously, but the Instagram is highly entertaining. Thanks. Our like, thank yeah, thank you very much. Uh, that was a big thing we we decided on too when we were getting into doing this. Right we were in the like, beginning, yeah. We just need to do. I don't want to. This we're not here to kiss anybody's ass. Nope. People, oh, please buy a bit. Please buy. No, no. we're not going to do that. We're just going to be us and complete idiots. And we. I want to have fun if we're going to do this. If you want to come hang, come hang. Come hang. Yeah. But you don't have to. You don't. <laughs> so so if, if you guys' Instagram reminds me of a vegan vegetarian place in New York. Do you guys know which one I might be talking about? No, which one? Uh, I know I've heard this comparison before, but I can't think of the name of the place. Somebody has literally said this to us before, though. I'm sure. It's called Superiority oh, Burger. Oh, Superiority vegan. Burger, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. I know, I think you guys might know those guys. So I, here's my question. They're vegan and vegetarian in the same Instagram game. Like they have a very solid Instagram game. What if I don't eat meat? Can I still join you yep. all? For we, some yeah. yeah, baby. Vegan chicken nugget time uh, times two. <laughs> vegan chicken nugget time times two. Our cooks still hate us for naming that. Uh, that's just one uh, order. Yeah, we have two. That's one order. <laughs> just so to be clear. When the comes in. It says Vigi Chicky Nuggy times times two, and they kept firing two orders. I was like, no, guys, no, 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 no. that's only. It's they're like, it one. says times two, man. They're like, will you change that? I was like, I'm not going to change it. it. It's funny. Uh, anyways, we got used to it. Uh, but yeah, so we have there's the garter snake. That's like our main. Uh, it can be vegetarian or vegan. The only difference between the two is the uh, the cheese. We either put American cheese on it or we get some super dope cheese from uh, Rooted Delights. Uh, we get their vegan cheddar. Yeah, and it's very tasty on that burger. And we've been using that sit pretty much since we since started, we started the, garter the garter snake. snake. Yeah, and the garter snake is a <laughs> it's a grit and chickpea patty. They're uh, Virginia grits, yellow corn grits, um, and a whole bunch of spice kit in there, which I won't tell you what it is, but it's tasty. Uh, and we take that, we dredge it in rice flour, and deep fry it, and it gets either the American cheese or the vegan cheddar from Rooted Delights. That goes on a vegan pandasol bun from Angie's Bakery. They're out, yeah, they're out in Virginia Beach. Oh, you didn't even talk about the Waken Snake. Talk, I'll get, talking oh, about Angie's. Go. I'll go back, well, let me finish this and right. I'll go back, because now we're talking about Angie's. Uh, so yeah, the vegan pandasol bun from Angie's ba Bakery out in uh, Virginia Beach. Deep fried grit and chickpea patty, uh, shiitake bacon that we make in-house, um, smoked tomato jam made in-house. If you're 
or noticing a theme. Uh, Not yep. catching it. Yep. Oh, it's made in house. That's oh. in a very. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? That's, okay, that's okay. the one. Let's record that part uh, again so it can be. A I know. Long. I, I missed it completely. <laughs> we gotta start all over. Made in house. Maybe you start at the beginning of the non-vegetarian menu and go again. So let's welcome Adam. Okay. I'm here I'm here to talk to you about Frisch's big boy uh and then yeah smoked tomato jam shiitake bacon shredded iceberg lettuce pickled red onion uh either vegan or American cheese fried grit uh patty it's super tasty uh and it I think it it's a sandwich I want to eat I'm not vegetarian or vegan but I want to eat that sandwich just because it tastes good, which is the point of that sandwich. I have one. I'm not buying fake meat because I don't like it. Yeah, Joshua yeah. eats them all the time. Uh, I, I didn't want to buy fake meat. I didn't want to yeah. do any of that stuff. I was like, this should just be what is a dope sandwich that just happens to be vegan. And that is the garter snake. Angie's Bakery also makes our ube pandasol buns, which if you have not had them, are f***ed up good. Uh, ube is like a, it's like a purple sweet potato, basically. Um, so they're these super cool purple buns. We make longanisa for that. Longanisa is a uh, traditional Filipino sausage. Um, and ours happens to be sweet and garlicky. We get that Spell question. Spell longanisa. L-O-N-G-G-A-N-I-S-A. Longanisa. Yeah, I believe I did that. Longanisa. Double G is important. Uh, and, and everything. Oh, yeah. And then smoked tomato jam, fried egg from Sylvan Aqua Farms, American cheese. It is super dope. It's my personal favorite on the breakfast menu. Nice. I love it. It's very good. All this unbridled enthusiasm for vegan and vegetarian food should always happen at a, a well-known burger spot, in my opinion. <laughs> We've got to hook so up good. the vegetarian. Yeah, we got so many vegetarian and vegan buddies. So will you ever open a sit-down? We are... Uh, we are working on it, man. It's, uh, we, I can't say when, but yeah. you know, there was a dining room at Dutch and Company and with that, we are in that building and we might just be working on it right now. Maybe could be, might be working on it. Yeah. Could be. I didn't know that we could buy that much tile. I mean, what? Jesus. <laughs> huh? What are we talking about again? So you're on either uh, Virginia with Scott Wise and Roby Martin. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Adam Musselman. Roby Martin is my guest today. Hey, Roby. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to wait. I just want to ask this question. Okay. Did you really go through your five most influential cobras? I thought it was going to be funny, but you weren't really paying attention. So I am paying attention. It wasn't really I'm currently, funny. I'm currently trying to think of what my favorite. What if I ever had an influential cobra? I was trying to do something different. Anyway. My most influential Cobras are the one we just interviewed and Cobra Cabana. Two very good choices. And there's like a, there's like a heavy metal. That. There's a heavy metal theme. There's a heavy metal line that kind of goes through both of those places. Speaking of themes, one of our most yep. favorite things to do on social media is to go to our friend Kevin Clay's Facebook page and read his RVA dine and drink comments and questions. Right? Isn't that, one for your, yourself. isn't that one of your favorite things <laughs> yeah. to do? <laughs> yes. It's a favorite oh, pastime actually, of ours. I can't think of anything more fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Since, love it. You know, Roby's the expert and I'm the person with the equipment. I have copied and pasted some of our questions from RVA Dine and Drink to, to pose to Roby to get her first answer on these on these pressing questions facing the oh, Richmond great. Dining community. Question number one. Are yeah. you ready? Yep. <clears throat> Anyone remember Champs and Stony Point? 
That's not the best question. nachos ever. They used to sell this fresh baked huge cookie, chocolate chip cookie with ice cream, and I haven't been able to find it anywhere since they left. The one at Boathouse isn't big enough. Size matters. Help. So we're looking for a freshly baked cookie, large, with ice cream on it. Can you help this person? I can only tell them that they need to call Red Eye Cookie Company. They do a really big cookie, and then they need to have Bev's delivered. All right. Boom. Question two. Where can we get the best crab legs? Does not have to be all you can eat. Hard shell, happy hour, crab legs, and then also hard shell on Sundays. They do like a crab leg special. All right. Speaking of happy zero hour. hesitation right there. I just want you to know none. Also, Mrs. Gurley's does this like crab cake. I mean, crab leg thing. They I don't know if they're still doing it, but I know they'll bring it back. Question three. I need a good happy hour to crash like today. LOL. And yes, I'm talking cheap. All right. So Fire and Hops has a wonderful happy hour. They do like half off appetizers and $3 rails or $4 rails. Um, Bingo has half price appetizers and insanely good beer. And then Barrio pretty much gives you alcohol for free. Alcohol for free. What a deal. (laughs) Yeah, they can't give it away, but it's super close. Beautiful. All right. You're doing great, Ruby. You're doing great. One more question, then we're done. Maybe we'll rank... Our favorite Cobra is six through 10 afterwards. Oh, I can't wait. Here we go. Question number four. Who's got the best jalapeno poppers in town? Housemade versus frozen preferred. So they want housemade jalapeno poppers. Ooh, this is a stumpy one. Housemade jalapeno poppers. Uh, Maybe toast? I'm going to have to phone a friend. Hold on. Ryan. Who makes their own jalapeno poppers in town? He says toast. All right. I think you guys are made for each other. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. If you actually heard his answer, then um, you would know that we are not made for each other. <laughs> we, we just get along on occasion. So that, yeah, I think that's it. But I have to think about that one. I'll have good answers. We'll put them up on the um, gram where the, where the best. Ho- actually, you want to know what? We'll ask the Graham. All right. We're going to ask the Graham. If the Graham is listening, we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear your comments. We want to get better. And uh, yeah, we love you guys very much. This episode of Eat It It Virginia. (laughs) This episode of Eat It Virginia. (laughs) No. Oh, God, no.